not the pill But did you know that when it snows My eyes become a light And the light that you shine can be seen Baby <laughs> I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it feels Yeah, yeah <laughs> That was actually a great sound check, too day of April in an early year of a decade not too far from our own, the gaming community suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its gaming experience. And this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the most obvious and only place you actually go for games. Welcome to GameStop. Okay, I see one, two, three. That guy is stealing that controller. Four, five people in front of me. This should only take about 30 minutes, as long as nothing. Hey, party people. Yo, what's up, mama? Yes? What's this family discount looking like on one of these Xbox Ones? A new Xbox is $400. A used one is $300. Now, if you get... Nah, baby. What's this family discount looking like? Sir, I don't know you. We ain't family. Oh, yes we is. Sir, I don't even know your name. Of course you do, honey. Everybody knows my name is Iceberg. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Iceberg? That sounds like a made-up name to me. Plus, I think I would remember being related to an iceberg. What's the price on a new Xbox One again? New, 400. Used, 300. Chill, baby. I'll be back. You know me now. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Uh, in case you have not realized, this is a compilation of my favorite episodes and moments so far in our series. Thank you guys so, so much for all your love and your support. And, oh yeah, I'm Dante, by the way. This intro is coming a little way too late. Um, so what you just heard was the first part of our GameStop sketch based off of a true Stranger Than Fiction story. You're going to hear another part of the GameStop sketch coming up. And yes, all of this stuff actually happened. As I was online to get God of War. Um, and before that, before the act, the intro, um, we had Kissed by a Rose, covered by Matthew Facetti and Matt Lopez. I love these guys, the two Matts, Matt Squared, Big T, Little T. Okay, I want to stop right now. Um, if you want to hear more from Matt Facetti and Matt Lopez, 
I implore you to listen to the Alamancer uh, interview, the last full episode we did before our little summer hiatus here. It's not really a hiatus, because I'm doing a lot of work still, so, like, I don't know what the point is. But anyway, if you want to hear more of the two Matts, listen to Alamancer. Alamancer is their metal band, and these guys rock. Ha ha. Listen to the episode and you'll get the joke. Um, all right. So up next, we got some more commercials, and uh, I'm going to check in on you guys, all right? Peace. Luberderm. It's exactly what you think it's for. Hi, I'm Euripides. And I'm Ben. And we're the, the Potter Brothers. Brothers. We'll take and trade anything. Anything? Anything. So this Mexican hat for a copy of Gone Girl. Fair. How about this turtle I found for that Elvis poster? I don't see why not. Blood diamonds for Congressman Jackson's soul? Let me take a look at those diamonds. Okay. We have everything. Video games? Yes, sir. Copper wire. Junkie brought in a pound last week. How about embalming fluid? What, you need a guy for that? No. But don't take our word for it. Testimonial. Hi, I'm Bogart Borges. You might know me from my Craigslist ad. Or childhood. Partner Bros is great. You can get anything you need here. A lockpick gun. A roll of salami that one time. Uh, yo, that's my guitar. Partner Bros. How you two let this happen again? Eve, you slimy as fuck, so I'm not really surprised. But I told you two not to let anyone pawn my shit. It has my name engraved in it. What'd you trade it for? Can't buy shit for it. Every time someone tells you about J. Cole, a Corona gets its lime. Corona is not a malt liquor. Who told you that? Jerry? Man, I slapped the fuck out of him. Corona is not for smalling men, but fine with a woman. Do not consume while in the presence of an alcohol past 11. Fuck you, those fetties. Please, for the love of Christ, do not put lemon in this. Please drink responsibly. So, I think it's painfully obvious that I don't like J. Cole. <laughs> if you know me, you know how much the words J and Cole can really just go turn me into a rage. Um, what else we got here? The Luberderm commercial. Yeah, I know. I know. I made a I made a masturbation joke on a podcast. But you know what, dude? I liked it. It's one of the funniest things I came up with. I think it's actually one of the first commercials I came up with. So, uh, I guess when in doubt, ride on your dick or your vagina if you're a woman. Uh... The Pawner Bros. Oh, I love Pawner Bros. Pawner Bros is one of the newer sketches that we came up with, um, featuring two actual brothers, Adrian and Ivan, who are both on the show. Those two are fantastic. Um, pretty much, Pawner Bros is like me doing a Portlandia sketch. Portlandia is one of my favorite comedy series. Uh, it's one of my biggest comedy influences. And I just like the way how most Portlandia sketches focus on two characters, uh, in the situation, and they, like, play off each other in beats, and, uh, I think I really nailed, nailed that one with the Pawner Bros. Alright, um, moving on, guys, we got some more commercials. We have a story for you, one of my favorite stories that was told to me, um, by JD, great friend of the podcast. Uh, and then we got the final GameStop sketch coming up. Alright, you guys sit tight, and, uh, I'm gonna go... Vaseline. Doesn't work as well as you think. Ugh. Only used for intended purposes. Did you in band too? I was.
because yeah, band oh, and four drama. Years. You were in like the all four years. high school. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. damn. Band is weird because by my senior year, my freshman year. What was your instrument before you get to I it? I played the trumpet for okay. four years. So played the horn. My freshman wow, year. Here. My freshman year, the band people were very fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And my senior year, the band people were very fun to hang out with. But for two years in the middle there, band just got so fucking weird. <laughs> like everybody, I mean, maybe we were already weird and I just couldn't see it for some reason. But everybody just got so fucking strange. Like everybody just started being very weird. I remember the the weird, the most, the pinnacle example that stands out to me. We would always go to band camp for a week. Yeah. In the summer. In the summer in August. So we'd Gross. go to a camp and it was awful. It was the worst week every year. Because we'd go to a camp in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. Uh, and we would be outside working on our band stuff from like 8 a.m. until it got dark and then we would play inside for like three hours and go to bed and start all over again with the shittiest meals ever uh but i remember like every occasionally if we did something wrong or if there was like a disciplinary issue our our band director would always make he would make us run one lap mr kelly yeah he would make us run one lap and to the band kids, this was like the end of the fucking world. <laughs> like everybody would just start losing. Kids would start like crying, and I'd just be sitting there like, "It's one lap. <laughs> You'll live. I have asthma, and I can run one lap. Like it's fine. We're gonna be fine." I thought you had to be in shape for band. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. The no. only thing that band did do, and I still have it to this day, is it really defined your calf muscles. <laughs> but everything else. No. I just want to put this out there. I was the one that gave my Carmen the idea to take the upper decker that destroyed the toilet. <laughs> Whoa. That was all me, man. I take full responsibility for that shit. Oh, man. Alright, so what happened was... Uh, no, you weren't there. I, I, no, no, no. Give, give the let, me, let me give the backstory. Right, here's, so here's what happened, right? This was a couple weeks before summer break happened. And I was talking to Matt Carmen. I think we had... We had a class together or something, and I was talking to him, and somehow the idea of Upper Deckers, I, I told him about it, and he was like, I've never heard about Upper Deckers. I was like, oh, you haven't? It's very funny. What you do is you take the lid off the back of the toilet thing, and you poop in there, so that when someone flushes the toilet, instead of water coming out, more poop comes out. And he he thought that was the greatest idea. Can't believe he hadn't heard of it. I like right, yeah. <laughs> and and he thought it was the greatest fucking thing he's ever heard of. Flash forward to All right, let me tag in. So every this was our senior year. Every year at band camp, the seniors would always play pranks on the freshmen because you know hazing's not good, but you know, <laughs> it happens. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, but anyway, it was never intense. Anyway, so Matt Carmen decided, I guess, that this would be a uh, the year. This would be the year. This would be the perfect time to unveil. This big prank that he had learned about, and so he, uh, he, he took an upper decker in the freshman cabin's toilet, and with unbeknownst to me or any of us, he just did it. And so we were there was a ping pong table out back behind the freshman cabin. So we're sitting out there playing ping pong, and all of a sudden I hear this kid who is freshman kid in my section. Uh, he screams, and then he runs outside. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he just shouts. He goes, there's shit everywhere. <laughs> and, then, and then he bends over like this and vomits. <laughs> and then he just kind of falls on the ground in like a fetal position. And I just go, you okay? <laughs> like, I, Well, first of all, I was cracking. I was laughing hysterically. But 
uh, after, I didn't want to go over there because he had just vomited and as he said there was shit everywhere so I just went you alright? and then he was like Aah! and I was like okay you should go to the nurse probably <laughs> Finally, my turn. Welcome to GameStop. I know where I am. What can I do for... Hold on. Peter! Yeah? I need to check something in the back. Don't wait for me. Sir, Peter will ring you up. Hi, welcome to GameStop. Are you a Power Up Rewards member? Would you like me to unknowingly sign you up for Game Informer for the next 12 months? God of War. Okay, let me just get that. Yo! Oh no. You played this Dragon Ball Fighters? No. Yeah, I have. Is it good? Yeah, dude, it's great. The controls are fluid, and combos are easy to pull off, and... Can we finish this transaction? Nah, that game is bullshit. How the fuck is Yamcha gonna fight Beerus and Frieza? It's not about power levels, it's about heart. Peter, stay with me, man. I need God of War and that code for the pre-order bonus. Oh, code. yes. Uh, are you a Power Up Rewards member? You literally just asked me that. Okay, one, just one second. Um, would you like to pre-order anything else? No. You could save up to 20% no. if you... No! Okay. I mean, uh, sorry. Okay, all set. I hate this place. Thank you for shopping at GameStop. We all do. But you'll be back. It's not about power levels, it's about heart. That's That has to be one of the greatest lines we have ever written. All right, so uh, that was the GameStop sketch. Uh, proceeding, following, following uh, one of my favorite stories that JD has ever told on the podcast, the Bandcamp Upper Decker story. Uh, and I find it especially funny because you guys obviously don't know this guy, but Matt Carmen, the Matt, the alleged Upper Decker Matt, I had never met the guy uh, really, before we recorded this, you know, I've only seen him in passing, and trust me, he does not look like the guy who would take an upper decker. Actually, kind of does look like the guy who would take an upper decker. Now that I think about it, mm, I think I misjudged him. Damn, well, Matt, yo, we know too many mats. We, on this episode alone, we've had three mats, Matt Cudes. Um, but anyway, coming up is uh, another. One of my favorite sketches. They're all my favorite sketches. Why? Why else would they be here? Uh, coming up is a a really special sketch in my heart. The honest cover letter. Um, and also shout out to Lena Zartlinga, who uh, is the female voice in this entire thing. Lena is great uh, and absolutely a pleasure to work with, and is actually one of my new favorite people. Hi, Lena. Um, but coming up is. The honest cover letter uh, sketch bits—I don't know what to call it—that appeared in our gender bending episode. If you love more of Lena and her voice, I highly recommend listening to Infinity Fade, our April Fool's gender bender episode. Um, she's featured heavily in it, along with my good friend uh, Brittany, uh, and it's just a cool, different pace. But anyway, the honest cover letter, yeah. Uh, this appeared on the Infinity Fade episode. It's one of my favorites because it's actually... Hang on. My alarm's going off. Damn. Oh. 
Sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> yeah, so Honest Cover Letter is one of my favorite sketches because uh, I have been unemployed uh, for a while, and I've been going on a lot of interviews. And the Honest Cover Letter is actually pretty much the template to my legit cover letter, so please give me constructive criticism. Um, just, you know, with the skills and qualifications swapped out for things that you really have done in situations. So, honest cover letter, uh, yeah. And last but not least, we have a very, very special treat for you guys. I have dug up from the Bogart and Hansen archives the very first things no one cares about. Um, now, if you don't know, things no one cares about is our, is our segment where we have someone just come on just talk about something that no one, some obscure thing that no one really cares about, that, that you're super passionate about. Uh, the first one had a different format than we've established with the other ones, but I think you guys are really enjoy it. So, without further ado. Dear overworked and underappreciated hiring manager, when I saw the listing for receptionist posted, I was excited at the prospect of combining my office experiences with my need of money. I am positive that the hands-on experiences I have gained getting coffee, avoiding sexual advances from my boss, along with the organizational and interpersonal skills that I have gained by being able to put things where they're supposed to go and occasionally listening once in a while make me an ideal candidate for this position. Working as a receptionist for Shamco, I worked at the front desk sitting for hours doing nothing except browsing BuzzFeed and occasionally screening calls that I never forwarded to my boss as per his instructions. As a receptionist, I find that it's best to strike a balance between doing as little work as humanly possible while still seeming busy enough that no one checks up on me. I think that having a physical body and opposable thumbs will provide a necessary yet essential addition to the office of Lawyer, Liar, and Berkowitz. I look forward to how the latent sexism, long hours, and shit coffee will add to my professional experience and growth. You don't have to hire me. I am only doing this so that I can continue to receive unemployment benefits. Please, do not hire me. Best regards, someone not actually interested in working. Hey, Bogart. Yeah, Hanson. Danger 5. The Australian action comedy TV series. Written by Dario Russo and David Ashby, the creators of Italian Spider-Man. Starring David Ashby as Jackson, Sean James Murphy as Tucker, and Amanda Simmons as Claire. Natasha Ristic as Ilsa, Aldo Mignone as Pierre, and Pacharo Mzembe as Pierre. Doesn't that make it Danger 6? The show comprises of two seasons. Season 1 parodies 60 cinema, TV, Pulp Fiction, and old Japanese sci-fi. Season 2 parodies 80s cinema and TV. Every episode ends with a commercial for a fictional product brought to you by Tomiko. Some notable ones include Maurizio Utility Guitar, the Adolf Hitler action set. The Adolf Hitler talking mustache, super Uzi, cool sunglasses, tactical hairdo, and bulletproof trench coat, each sold separately. And Pizzeria McKenzie. Buon appetito, Moreno pre-lit matches. Dr. Mangalus, Battlesaurus, Tyranicopter. Good thing Pierre brought his cocktail cannon to the Nazi party. And Rock Wolf! Rock Wolf comes with 50 pre-programmed riffs, shredded by Hitler himself. Use the maximum overdrive pedal for total indoctrination!
The jacket that Colonel Chesbridge wears during the briefing scenes, black with white trim, is nearly identical to the jacket worn by number six in The Prisoner. That series is a pseudo-sequel to Secret Agent, also known as Danger Man. The show often incorporates miniature sets, buildings, and vehicles, paying homage to TV shows of the 1970s and 80s, which use very obvious miniatures. Ilsa only speaks in subtitled Russian, but if you speak Russian, you'll catch that some things are mistranslated, and most of her cursing is completely untranslated. Danger 5 spawned from an attempt to turn director Dario Russo's student film, Italian Spider-Man, into an ongoing television series. The main title shot for season one of Danger 5 is a direct spoof of that of Destroy All Monsters. Dario Russo himself stars as General Chang. And as the Tomiko products right, guy guys, in season those one. Those were my favorite episodes. Um, once again, special shout out to Matt Facetti and Matt Lopez and Matt Carmen and that's all the Matts. Okay, I got all the Matts out of the way. Also special shout out to JD and Lena for like always helping and coming through whenever we need them. Seriously, guys, thank you. I really could not have put any of this stuff together without your help. It is a collaborative effort that I am taking sole credit for. So thank you guys. Um, and as for our listeners, please keep listening to Bogart and Handsome because we have some special things in store for you. I'm not sure if you can hear, but I'm like, rubbing my hands together. God damn, my hands are dry. Alright, I need to get out of here before I say anything more anything else embarrassing and awkward. Peace.